While Peter was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud cast a shadow over them. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Have you ever had a transfiguration moment? Have you ever had a moment where you really perceived who Jesus is in your life? Have you been able to behold his glory in some way or another in such a way that really changed your life? I don't know if all of you, probably not, have heard, but on February 8th began what has been now called the Asbury Revival in Wilmore, Kentucky. Asbury College. Here was this group of students. The students are required to go to chapel three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Began at 10 a.m. They had praise and worship. They had a half-hour message that wasn't necessarily super eloquent or just awe-inspiring. But this man that testified invited people as he was walking them through Romans chapter 12 to recognize Jesus is calling us to a kind of love that we cannot live up to. We're being asked to do something we can't do. And we should give up this attempt to white knuckle and to become better and to make ourselves holy. And St. Paul echoes that same message in today's second reading. We're not holy because of our works, but because Jesus has given us his grace, his mercy. And he points out this minister that we've all received a lot of hurts from different people. This, these false kinds of love, we've experienced the effects of people that are just trying to force things, maybe out of a place of selfishness and the hurt that that's caused us. And he says, I hope after chapel ends today that some of you will remain until you have experienced God's love for you. Concluded the message, praise and worship. Chapel technically ended at 11, but students remained. And then students that had left, they ended up coming back. And then word gets out that something special is going on at the chapel at Asbury College. And before you know it, thousands of people from all over the country, all over the world, are flying in to be a part of whatever's happening at Asbury College in the chapel. They did not stop day or night for 15, 16 days. It just kept going. And you're thinking, please, God, Father, don't start talking for that long. Get us out of here. I want to end Lent not right now in this church. There is something special going on. This is amazing. You know, this is a non-denominational college, but it's a college full of students that were hungry to experience God's love for them. They wanted it and they stayed and they remained and they experienced it. They tasted it. I'm sure not everyone and probably not everyone in the same way, but there were people praying for each other. There was praise. There was preaching. 
and again, day and night, and people just soaking in the presence of God. Keep in mind, non-denominational chapel, they have no Eucharist. They have no real presence of Jesus substantially in front of them. And they are overwhelmed with the presence of God because the Holy Spirit was there. Where two or three are gathered in Jesus' name, there He is in their midst. I think the Holy Spirit is bringing about revival here in Kansas City. I think He's bringing about revival in our parish. But it's a quiet revival up until this point. Wouldn't it be amazing if people started spreading by word of mouth? Because I can't tell you how many different people have said, have you heard about this revival that's going on? Wouldn't it be amazing if people have said, have you heard what's happening in the Catholic Church? Have you heard what's happening in these Catholic parishes? They're actually believing that God is real and that He actually loves them, not just intellectually, but they've experienced it in their heart. We need to get to a Catholic church. We need to be in front of the Eucharistic Lord. If non-denominational Christians with great faith in what they have received through their baptism and the name of Jesus and the Word of God can have such an impact, how much more if we have the fullness of truth, the fullness of all the sacraments. We have everything at our disposal. Everything is laid before us. And we say, well, we better get out of here within an hour or else I'm going to be upset. Perhaps why we haven't experienced a transfiguration moment in our life is that we haven't stepped aside. We haven't spent a prolonged time of asking God for a manifestation of his love and his mercy for us. Maybe we believe he won't answer the prayer even if we did. I have to admit my experiences of the love of God in a very tangible way. And again, it's not all about feelings, but feelings are important. And God wants to sometimes speak to us through our feelings and through our bodies. The most powerful experiences I've had are going to conferences, being in a group of people outside of the context of mass that are praising God and praying with each other. And or the times that I've set aside even multiple days to be in silence with the Lord, to hear Him speak more closely to me. This is the command that God the Father gives us in the Gospel today. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Listen to Him. And maybe we think, oh, well, if I listen to Jesus, He's just going to tell me a bunch of things to do. Yeah, He will invite us into mission, but not before He has spoken to you the most important words that you will hear from God the Father and God the Son and God the Holy Spirit. You are loved. You are loved. And Jesus says, I laid my life down for you. You don't even know how much you are loved. You don't even love yourself close to the amount that I love you. I love you more than your parents. I love you more than your spouse. I love you more than your children. Until we've heard that clearly, not just with our brains, but with our hearts, we're not ready for mission. We're not ready for mission yet. We can't talk about a new evangelization until we've experienced a new Pentecost. And there's a new Pentecost happening. Again, it's been silent up until this point, but I have tasted and seen that this is growing. This is growing. And it's going to keep growing. Here in just a couple of weeks, here at St. Joseph, in this church, and below in the social hall, we're going to have two days of 
so to speak, revival. The first night, well, it's a two-day school of healing. We're going to talk about the reality of God's healing and what he wants to do to manifest his love and his power here. Not just 2,000 years ago, he wants to work miracles now. We're going to give formation on how to pray for people for healing. And that first night, Friday night, March 24th, I'm going to give a talk that I've never given before on the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This isn't a different baptism. It isn't a second baptism. It's just an experience of God's love for us. And we're going to pray for each other that we can experience, not just with our heads, but with our hearts, that we are loved by God. And then it's going to continue into Saturday, March 25th, and we're going to continue that formation and how to pray for healing. We're going to pray for healing amongst us. And then we're going to open it up to the whole public, whoever wants to come, 7 p.m., March 25th, Saturday, healing service, whoever wants to come. If you have some kind of physical ailment that you're experiencing, or you have someone that really could use some healing in their life, and who doesn't, honestly? And even if you don't have any physical conditions, I'd recommend that you come because the Holy Spirit's going to show up. As I heard in another documentary, we're going to set things up in such a way that if God doesn't show up, it's going to be very embarrassing for us. That's taking a step of faith, right? That's taking a step out of a boat onto water to see, well, maybe I can walk on water, but I won't know until I've tried. Abraham, or Abram at this point, is invited to go to a land you do not know. He didn't say, hey, I'm sending you to this land. Here's how you're going to get there. Just follow follow your GPS. He says... I'm going to show it to you. Just start walking. For us, perhaps we've never taken a step out of the boat to see if we might be able to walk on water, so to speak. We haven't put in ourselves in a context where we might experience the love of Jesus Christ going to a conference, going to a prayer group, going on multiple days of silent retreat and begging the Lord, Lord, I want to know you. I want to know your love. My life was dramatically changed on February 20th, 2020, right before all the stuff hit the fan and everything shut down. I experienced the love of Jesus Christ. It wasn't a crazy moment with hundreds of people and praise and worship. It was in silence. It was in front of the tabernacle. But I experienced tangibly the love of Jesus Christ in my heart. As I was reflecting on memories that I had with my, one of my spiritual daughters, Mackenzie, who passed away, about three, four years ago. It was, I just can't put words to it. All I can say is I knew that I was loved by God and I could hardly sleep. Again, I was in silence. It wasn't like it was an emotional fervor that someone had worked me up into. It was God the Father. It was the Holy Spirit that lit a fire in my heart and I have never been the same ever since. That's not to say I haven't, I've been living on a high for four years. By no means. I've definitely had lows and many of them. But I know in a new way that I am loved by God. So I just want to pray for all of us that we can experience already now in a little way, maybe a big way, the love of Jesus Christ because His love is about to be manifest on this altar. Nothing is lacking in this Eucharist. God is 100% present in front of us. And it's so easy to yawn and to look past it and to think about what we're going to have for lunch. But Jesus wants to love us. That's the whole reason why we show up to daily prayer, 15 to 30 minutes. That's why we go to Mass at least every weekend. That's why we go to confession on a monthly basis. 
not so much because it's a check mark we need to fill out as Catholics, but because we need to experience God's love for us. And unless we put ourselves in circumstances where we can experience it, we might miss it altogether. And we go through our life, and before we know it, we've lived our life, and we haven't really encountered a real relationship, a deepening relationship with Jesus Christ. And that is the greatest tragedy, tragedy to live our life without a living relationship with Jesus. Allow me to pray for you and for me, for us, that we can experience a taste of that love already right now, and we can start begging the Lord for it because it's a prayer he wants to answer. Ask and you shall receive. In another place, Jesus says, ask and believe you have already received it and you will receive it. Jesus, Jesus, we call upon your holy name. There is power in your name. Jesus, you poured out the Holy Spirit upon your apostles and you poured that same Holy Spirit into our hearts by virtue of our baptism and you deepened it by our confirmation and you renew it every time we come before you in the Eucharist and every time we are humbled on our knees confessing our sins in confession. Jesus, I ask you to blow through this church right now. Stir up in us new desire. Stir up in us a new Pentecost in your Holy Spirit. Jesus, we do believe. Help our unbelief. I ask you, Jesus, to bring down any walls around our minds and around our hearts that prevent us from receiving your love for us. I ask you, Jesus, to blow through our nostrils, into our ears, into our mouths, so that we can taste and see your goodness right here and right now. Jesus, bring about revival in my heart. Bring about revival in these hearts. Bring about revival here in St. Joseph Catholic Church. Bring about revival in the Archdiocese of Kansas City and Kansas. Bring revival to a world shrouded in darkness, discouragement, and despair, and depression. Jesus, shine the light of your transfigured face into our darkness. Darkness, you are dispelled now at the name of Jesus and by the transfigured light of his glory. Jesus, show us your glory in this Eucharist. Jesus, show us your glory in this Eucharist. Jesus, show us your glory in this Eucharist. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.